0: Good morning and welcome. Welcome to Parent Wise with Monica Irvin. I'm Monica and I'm really glad that you're listening today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm going to jump into our topic today. I'm approaching a topic that is pretty sensitive to a lot of us. I think in most families today, we find ourselves in situations where Perhaps our adult children or other family members that we love and care about sometimes choose different lifestyles than we believe is right or that we believe is in keeping with the principles of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I know that many Christian parents find themselves in this dilemma and struggle with how to approach it and how to handle and grow relationships despite um, differing lifestyles within the family. And so that's what I'm going to approach today. You all, of course, as with every podcast that I deliver, these are my own personal opinions. And they're my personal opinions just based on my feelings and my thoughts and how I understand the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I don't expect you to take all of my words as gospel, of course, but what I hope is that when I share my thoughts and opinions, that perhaps it will give you um, just ideas as to how you can approach these topics with the Lord in prayer, because I know that the Lord will answer our prayers and will give us individually insight and ideas how we can approach these circumstances in our own families. As you know, every child of ours is different and they have different personalities and they respond to different methods of being loved and cared about, and that's why it's so essential that we take these kinds of dilemmas to the Lord, but I think one thing that we need to remember is that when we go to the Lord in prayer, I personally know that this has made me stumble and has probably hindered me from hearing what the Lord really wants to say to me at times, if I go to the Lord with my preconceived idea of what his answer will be or should be. We might think we don't ever do that, but I think we do sometimes. Like we're so sure that we know the right answer. And we're so sure that the way we're thinking is correct. And then at the last minute, we kneel down and ask the Lord to confirm our thoughts or we ask him his opinion on a matter, but we're so determined that the way we're thinking is already correct that I think we put up a block and we aren't as open hearted, and open-minded to really receive personal revelation from the Lord. So I do think that we have to, you know, when we're trying to decide an answer to a question, how to handle something, you know, I, I think it's so helpful when we kneel down and ask the Lord to help us search out through the scriptures, maybe through talking to family um, or talking with our spouse And help us to to decide what is the way we should go in addressing any dilemma. And then if we go into that search with an open heart and where we just tell the Lord, I will do whatever you want me to do, even if it makes me uncomfortable, even if I don't fully understand why you're having me to do something, I just want to do thy will. And please help me to understand thy will. You all, that's a different kind of prayer. And it's a different kind of mindset. And so maybe, you know, before we approach these kinds of circumstances, we really have to do a self-check and ask ourselves, are we open enough to receive personal revelation from the Lord? Are we really willing to hear his answer, even if we don't like his answer? And so that would be my first piece of advice. And so recently I had a family ask me a question, but this question I have been asked this kind or type of question many times in my career. And so basically, um, and I know you all have found yourself in the same dilemma. Basically, we have um, some parents who have adult children, and a few of their adult children are choosing lifestyles that are different than what they believe holds true to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so one of their adult children is living with their boyfriend, I have a daughter and is living with their boyfriend. But, you know, you could just insert whatever situation you might want, um, all of the different types of lifestyle that you believe deep in your heart and soul to know are not in keeping with the Lord's commandments, whatever it might be. So now we've got a holiday coming, and that adult child wants to come and visit their parents, which is wonderful that they even want to come, Um, but they're bringing the boyfriend, and so now there's the dilemma of do we make them stay in separate bedrooms, or do we allow them to share a bedroom even though they're not married, and we don't support that kind of lifestyle, Um, and then all that entails in making those kinds of decisions. So what I want to talk about, I'm not going to give you the answer because the answer is personal to you and I believe you can get that answer from the Lord. But what I want to do is talk about some principles that I have learned help me and guide me through these types of situations. First of all, as you all have heard me say, hundred times, it's important to focus on what is our responsibility as a parent. Well, our responsibility as a parent pretty much never changes between our children being young and old, but there are some changes that take place. When our children are in our home and are under age, meaning under the age of 18, our primary goal is to teach our children correct principles. And how do we do that? Well, we do that through our words and mainly our actions. We do that by being as best we can a living example of what it looks like to live by correct principles. How do we find out what correct principles are? Well, through the word of God. And that's why it's important when our children are young that we are actively reading the scriptures with them every day if as possible, that we pray with our children, that we teach our children where to find truth. We find truth in the word of God, whether that's being preached over the pulpit, whether it's through, um, once again, studying the words of the prophets whether it's just reading our scriptures and prayer, that's where truth lives is in the word of God. And so our job as a parent, when we're teaching our children, correct principles is to point them to the word of God and to study that word through our actions and our, um, and our behavior And so that's how we teach our children correct principles. And when our children are young, we also make sure they understand the blessings that come from living a life dedicated to striving to live those principles. And we also do our best to warn our children of the consequences that comes from not living those principles. And then, as always, we have to back up and allow our children to make choices. When they're young and in our home, and they make a good choice, hopefully they reap the benefit. Sometimes the benefits of making good choices is just peace of mind, which to me is one of the greatest gifts on the earth. Also, sometimes just good things happen when we make good choices. We know that In order to have the fullest joy on earth, that joy comes from living the principles of the gospel. We can experience short-term happiness, what the world would call happiness, even when we don't make a choice that is in keeping with the principles of the gospel. But usually that happiness is very short-term we know that misery, that sin eventually leads to misery. You all, that is a principle of the gospel, and it is a truth. And that's why we teach our children that truth. That's why when our children make bad choices, um, sometimes we instill consequences. Sometimes they just reap the benefit of natural consequences. Um, and that is also how they learn. And we continue to do that. But as our children reach adulthood, our role does somewhat change. We will never, as long as we live, ever stop trying to influence our children for good. I do that all the time, or I think I do it with my adult children. But My influence changes. My influence is mainly about living an example to my adult children. It is not, in my opinion, our job as parents of adult children to police their morality. It's not, you all our children, once they become an adult, they are no longer accountable to you and I as their parents. Not really, you all. They're accountable to God. Their life choices, their lifestyle, the things that they choose to believe, the things that they choose to live, the way that they choose to live, is between them and God, it doesn't mean we stop caring about it. It doesn't mean that we always are trying to reach out and, and always, I'm constantly praying and asking the Lord to help me to just know things I can do to help my children so that they can live happy lives. And sometimes when my adult children are in dilemmas, whether they're in relationship dilemmas, moral dilemmas, parenting dilemmas, whatever the case, I truly feel like my main job is to pray and ask the Lord to guide me on how I can love them better and just be a good example. And if and when they ask for advice, Um, I'm prepared spiritually, morally, and mentally to give that advice. That's mainly what we can do, you know, as we keep ourselves close to the Lord every day, you know, putting on the full armor of God, then we're prepared that when our adult child calls us in the middle of the day, with good news or bad news or a question or a dilemma, we are spiritually prepared to take that phone call and address it, you know, the best we can. And I believe that's a huge way that we can support our adult children. So another important principle to keep in mind is that, we cannot influence anyone, but especially our children, if our relationship with them is broken. You just can't. And what defines a broken relationship? Well, you know, I guess it depends, but Maybe the way that we can measure the health of our relationship with our adult children is, do our adult children trust us? Do our adult children respect and honor our opinions? Well, how do you know whether or not they respect and honor our opinions? Well, do they ever ask you for your opinion on matters? Do they ever call you up and say, Hey, mom, hey, dad, I want to run something by you and see what you think about it. What do you think I should do? If your children are are calling you and coming to you and asking you that kind of advice, then that's a sign that they respect and honor your opinion. If they never call and ask you for your opinion on a matter, well, you know, that's something to consider. Do your adult children want to spend time with you? And I don't mean all the time because they're not going to you all. My kids don't want to spend all the time with me. They've got their own lives and I'm excited for their own lives. But do they find joy in the time that you spend together when you do spend time together? Are you laughing? Are you just having fun? Does everyone leave an interaction? Do your children, when they've been on the phone with you or have seen you in person, do you think they leave in a good mood? Do do you think they leave going, oh, that was a good visit or that was a great phone call? Or is there animosity or is there dread? You can feel it. If you can't feel it, then you're just oblivious to it and you need to tune in a little bit better. Because listen, parents, you can sit there and be in denial all you want. You can sit there and pretend like your relationship with your adult children is fine. But, you know, you don't have to be a rocket science scientist to figure out if your kids enjoy being with you and speaking to you. Because here's the thing, you all. I know all of us want our children To live a gospel-centered life. Why do we want that? Well, if you believe it, then you know that for your children, as I said earlier, to be the happiest they can be, it does not mean they will be without trials, but for your children to be the happiest they can be, it does require living a gospel-centered life. Now listen, you can be devoted to the Lord and doing your best every day um, to, to living for him, and you can still find yourself in a divorce, and you can still find yourself with wayward children, regardless of how committed you are to the Lord. That does not guarantee that you will not suffer any trial that's available to mankind God never promised us that. He never promised that if you live a life devoted to me, you'll never find yourself in a divorce. You'll never lose a child. You'll never have a wayward child. You'll always be financially sound. Um, you'll always get along with your parents. Um, he never has promised us that he's promised us eternal life. He's promised us rest. He's promised us that we'll never be alone. He's promised us that he will help us every step of the way. And he's promised us that if we will raise up our children in the way that they should go, that they will not depart from it in the end. It doesn't mean they might not depart for a while. But parents, we have incredible promises. We are not promised a life without pain. But we're promised a life of peace and joy. And that's what we want to teach our children. But if you have a broken relationship with your adult children, how is it possible that you can influence them? So often, I believe Christians and parents who are striving to live a Christlike life come across so rigid and hard. And nothing appeals, repels the soul more than rigid and hard people. That's not what Jesus did. Would you ever describe Jesus's life on earth as rigid and hard? Would you ever describe his interaction with the sinner as rigid or hard? Never. That's never what we see, but you would describe it as loving, forgiving, and charitable. It is between God and our adult children, as far as their repentance, their standing morally, for us as parents, our job is to love our children, to show them unconditional love. Too many children of Christian parents feel like their parents' love is conditional. That because when they make choices, when these children, adult children, make choices that are in opposition to the gospel or are in opposition to their parents' belief, then they see their parents withhold love. They withhold how often they call them. They withhold just the way they interact with them. They withhold how welcomed they are in the home. And that is a symptom of conditional love. You all, that's not what the Savior taught us. And I hear what you're worried about. You're like, but Monica... What if I, what if my kids think that I'm condoning their behavior? I don't want them to think that I condone their behavior. You all, I just think that's Satan trying to trick us up as Christians. Your kids know what you believe. You've been teaching them their whole life. You don't have to sit there and constantly remind your children of how they're not living according to your beliefs or the gospel, they know, they know. I didn't always live for the Lord. I went quite a long time where I was, I would describe myself as a lost soul and I had been raised to know right from wrong. But when I started living a lifestyle that was not in keeping with the gospel of Jesus Christ, you all, I knew it. I knew it. I felt guilty about it. But it took me a while to find the courage to turn my life around. But while I was choosing a lifestyle in opposition to what my parents had taught me, my parents never once treated me differently they just loved me and welcomed me every time they were so excited when I would just come around because I kind of avoided them for a while because every time I got around them I felt even more guilty and I felt deep down that they were disappointed and you know your kids are going to feel that. But they just loved me and hugged me and reminded me how much they loved me. You all, your kids know. They don't need you to tell them. They're adults. They know. They just need you to love them. Now, if your kids ever ask you point blank, mom, dad, they're never going to ask you this, but if they did, if my kids said, you know, mom, do you believe it's a sin to do X, Y, or Z? will you all? I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm never going to withhold the truth from them. But my adult children do not need me hanging over their heads saying, do you know you're sinning? Do you know what you're doing today is a sin? Do you know that's wrong? That is not my job. It's the job of the Spirit to bear witness to our children when they are choosing the right and when they are choosing the wrong. That's what the Spirit does. And you're right. It's up to them to listen to the Spirit. And you're right. Many adult children are going to ignore those promptings of the Spirit, maybe for years. But that is their choice. Our choice is to love them. We cannot influence those who do not believe we have unconditional love for them. Do you hear that? You cannot influence those who do not believe you have unconditional love for them. Why would our adult children, or young children for that matter, ever want to be a part of something that looks Negative and angry and judgmental, and that causes animosity and hurt feelings. (laughs) You know, if we want to invite and entice our children to want to be a part of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it has to look appealing. It has to look like a place where there's peace and love and kindness, and they're going to see that by how we behave. Do they look at us and, th- and see that my mom and dad, they're always so full of love for everyone. They just give love all the time, and they just, people just love to be around them. Y'all, that's what's appealing. That's what makes people go, huh? Wonder why they're always so happy. Wonder why even when they're faced with a tremendous trial, they still have a smile on their face. They still seem to have such peace in their life, regardless of the turmoil that happens around them. That's what gets people asking, what is it about you? What is it that you have that I don't have? And that's when you have an opportunity to share the truths that you know and the truths that have helped you to find peace in the storm. I invite all of us to consider that we are not the moral police of our adult children. That our job is to show them unconditional love. You will have to determine what that means for you and your children. And you will have to decide where the lines are, if there are lines, and how you're going to handle it when your kids come to visit and when they bring their friends or their companions and those people are living lifestyles that you are not, that you know to not be in keeping with the gospel, but I believe that if we err on the side of compassion and err on the side of love and err on the side of unconditional love, that things will work out, and I don't think when we get to the other side that we are going to be condemned because we were too loving, and too forgiving, and too compassionate. I just don't think that we're going to have to worry about that. The answer is always to love. I pray that you will move forward prayerfully as you consider the relationships with your adult children. I know you will find answers. I know the Lord wants to help guide you. Once again, thank you. Thank you for being here. And I would love for you to give us a review on iTunes. And I would love for you to reach out in any way. If you have a question, If you have a topic that you would like for me to address in a future podcast, you all, I love to get those kinds of questions. It helps me. It helps me to prayerfully consider topics for us to discuss. Have a wonderful day. You, yourself, you are so loved. God loves you unconditionally. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter the sins that you've committed. It doesn't matter how far away you feel. There is nothing you can do. There's nothing that you have done or not done that can or has changed the love that God has for you. That I know to be true.